Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News Radio 700 WLW. I try not to get too hard on generations younger than mine. Because, quite frankly, I think uh, a lot of time it's, it's low-hanging fruit. But sometimes you just can't help yourself. Every generation that's come along always looks at the generation or generations before them and starts shaking their fists at the clouds like angry men. But this Gen Z group is something else, man. I'll tell you what, and I'm not sure it's entirely their fault. Gen Zers are now recording themselves getting fired in a growing TikTok trend. First of all, if you're on TikTok, you need to sit down and have a serious conversation with yourself. Or you might want to take all of your personal information, you know, your social security number, your bank statements, checking account numbers, credit card numbers, all your passwords for computers, and just send them to Beijing. Just send them right now. But that's an entirely different topic. This topic is interesting. Gen Zers recording themselves getting fired, and it's apparently the rage on TikTok. These appear to be authentic videos of people either in the process of getting fired or reaction to the experience moments after getting the axe. It includes workers from fast food restaurants, office jobs, teachers, and some are comedic reenactments of the firing process. Yeah, if you're a manager and you're getting ready to audio somebody, chances are you could be the uh, star in a new Zoom. But why are people, why are they, why why is this happening? You know, if you get canned, there's a reason. There's really one or two reasons why you get fired from a job. One, it's your fault. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Or two, two. It's the overextension, if you will of the company that's doing the hiring. They hired too many people or they hired people they thought they would need for a job that never developed, in which case it's not your fault if you're the one being let go. And quite frankly, there's nothing you can do about it. We all work at the pleasure of the people that sign our checks. But if it's your fault, you got nobody to blame but yourself. In any event, why would you want to share information like that? Well, this group? They were raised on 140 that soon became 280 characters. Don't want to talk on the phone, rather text on the phone. Don't want to necessarily inform anybody. They just want to entertain people by putting videos of themselves up there dancing or showing their cats dancing or showing their dog taking a giant dump in the backyard. That's, that's, that's what it is. And who do you blame? Well, there is the product of what? The way they were raised. Or of a company they work for that had unrealistic expectations. In either case, there's plenty of blame to go around. But what of this? Joel Patterson is more than a workplace expert. 
He is with a group called The Vested. The Vested. It's a group, it's a company that's always on one of the best places to work anywhere. And there is a significant reason why. But I wanted to get Joel on to talk about this. People putting themselves up into the social platforms of getting fired and why anybody think that would thinks that would be a good idea. Joel Patterson, how are you on this glorious Wednesday? I am doing very well, Ken. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're facing some weird stuff these days with Gen Z and how they decide to communicate and publicize uh, when companies are letting them go. And it's, it's, you know, it's creating some, some issues on both sides of the aisle. You know, I'm trying not to be the guy. You know, someone who just complains about the current generation and how better it was back when I worked and how better it was when my parents raised me. I'm trying not to be that guy. But truthfully, this current group, this Gen Z group, defies all odds. Uh, if I was an employer, I think I would run away from a Gen Zer at this point. But if everything was the same with employees of all race, colors, creeds, nationalities, and I looked at all of the age groups, I think the, the tiebreaker for me, whether it would be legal or not, would be, are they a Gen Zer? Because they seem to be more headache than they're worth. How do you feel about that? I mean, they're a challenge. You know, you, you hate to, to cast or denigrate an entire generation, right? But um, they certainly feel empowered to speak out against certain things that maybe we're used to um, keeping a little bit more private. And, and, and they don't seem to mind just the, the, the feedback. I mean, it's just normal for them, right? And so while I might be frustrated by it too, it, there's really nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. And it's really finding ways to be able to to relate to them. And, you know, and the thing that really got this current situation rolling was a, a woman who was laid off by Cloudflare. And she posted a seven or eight minute video about it. And, and you know, I watched the video. And it is a little bit difficult not to feel some empathy for her, given the fact that she had only worked there a few months. She's being let go by two people she didn't even know. Um, and so I, I understand her, her plight, but then to turn that into a, a post that has since, you know, whoever, who knows how many views it's gotten plenty. And, and there's always the question of whether or not this is a monetization event for her because she has a pretty decent social media following. I mean, there's just some, there's some things to work through in there. Um, but the, the, the company has to do better at giving people real feedback, mm -hmm. um, not, not letting them go by strangers and not trying to live their corporate life by compliance. I think that's really what's, what's, what's driving a lot of this from the, the company side, because they feel like if they check a box, that's all that they need to do, whether it makes common sense or not, that's what they're focused on, and, and it's just not working. Uh, I, I mean, I get all that, but this, this woman, the Cloudflare company that she worked for was a cybersecurity company, and so she takes to technology, she's a technology worker, and she vents her frustration. Now, I don't know when I don't know when that stuff starts to catch up with somebody. There seems to be a lot of it anymore where people will put things on social media and you would look at it and again, I, I'm not trying to make this a generational thing, but I, I, I would look at it and say, that's that's going to haunt you as you try and get a job someplace else because there's so much research that goes into an employee, a prospective employee from a, an employer in this day and age. Used to be, and you know this, Joel, back in the bad old days, in the 60s and the 70s, you pick up the phone. Hey, did Joel work for you? Yeah, well, what kind of guy was Joel? Tell me about things you know about Joel. Was Joel this? Was he that? You can't do that anymore. 
All you can say is, if you get a phone call, yes, Joel worked here from September 89 to October 96. It's all you can do. So there, there has to be some other ways for companies to research prospective employees. And I think something like this would haunt this woman as she tries to find employment elsewhere. Am I, again, am I an old guy that just doesn't get it? No, I think that's the angle that, that, that a lot of them are not paying attention to. I mean, yeah, that's out there forever. Uh, I know when we hire people, one of the first things you do is an internet search just to see what kind of person that they are. I mean, that's the, like you said, that's the information we really have available to us today. And this is going to jump out. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely going to second guess whether or not you want to hire this person because if things, because, all right, maybe in this situation she wasn't treated fairly, but maybe in a future one she is, yet still lashes out and creates a problem. And, and that's certainly going to be a concern for a future employer. Yeah. Well, people get fired, right, Joel? People get laid off. It's the way of the world. And it just seems to me that this current group doesn't seem to have a grasp on what reality may or may not be, regardless of how she was treated in her termination. But I, I'm reading other things, too, like one in five Gen Zers take a parent to a job interview. Have you ever heard something like that? A parent would go to a job interview with a Gen Zer? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw that same stat, and I've, I've personally never experienced it, but that would certainly make me question why. Uh, was it just a ride, or were they giving them you know, cue cards in the background? I mean, I'm not sure what's going on in that situation, but it's it's the world has changed. I mean, it's a, it just continues to reflect the, the shift in dynamics between employers and employees. It's, it's, it's never a dull moment. Well, we heard all these stories about unfilled jobs. I, I, I don't know what the number is now. It was not so long ago, somewhere in the vicinity of 11 million. And understanding that a lot of those jobs are ghost jobs. They just don't exist. They exist only in a posting setting and not necessarily in reality. But um, where are, where is that number now? Is it is it still that lofty number of unfilled jobs uh, in this country? Because my question being is, if there are, then someone like this woman, Brittany Pitched, I guess is how you pronounce her last name, that took to uh, TikTok to moan about her being terminated by Cloudfare. I mean, do they, does she now have a, a lot of jobs to pick from because so many companies are desperate for employees? You know, I don't. I, I struggle with what the number really is and what it means as well. But I can tell you over the last six months or so, you can feel a loosening in finding people. I think that the, the, the shift has certainly been happening for a little while, but you can feel it very um you can definitely feel it now as we are recruiting uh, talking to people that are looking for work uh it, it's just it's not quite the same as it, they had so much leverage the employees had so much leverage for a while that it is opening up and i think some of the uh, cockiness maybe that, that, that some people have had over the last couple of years may uh, come back to bite them just like in Brittany's case. Yeah, yeah, I, I would guess. Joel Patterson, the Vested Group, our, our, our guest, and we're talking about this woman that filmed herself getting fired, put it on well, film, there you go, there's an old guy term, uh, <laughs> recorded herself being fired and put it on TikTok, and apparently she's not the only one. Um, Let's go back to something you said about how employees are treated and how they're terminated. And, you know, again, when it ever came up in my life, there was always a face-to-face -face meeting. And whether it was my fault or the fault of the company, they just didn't have the position anymore, whatever it might have been, it was done in a personal way. Now a lot of these things are being done by Zoom. Um, everybody remembers the movie, I, I think, the George Clooney movie, Up in the Air, where he just flew around the country and fired a bunch of people. And that's how corporations were doing that all those years ago. Maybe they're still doing it now. 
But, you know, if you're firing somebody in an impersonal manner, and let's say it is Zoom, and we know what the technology is when you're on Zoom. I mean, people, people can record that stuff. I guess if you're an employer, if you would like to do it that way, you should then expect that there could be, not should be, but could be some of these ramifications, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to take all of that into account. Everything is public for the most part. I mean, I'm with you. I much prefer to have these conversations in person, as difficult as it may be. But we're, how we work today, even up in the air, Remember the, the the transition was happening where they were going to start firing people over a video call, yeah. and and we're there, right? And 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 the fact that people work with people and never meet them in person, um, it 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 feels very impersonal, um, but it kind of is what it is. And businesses have to recognize going into it that if you're going to say something very vague and very um, maybe inaccurate. You might be held accountable to it. So just be honest. Tell them what's really going on, mm -hmm. and, and even if it's more difficult, and I think you'll be better off for it. And the person getting let go also needs to think about severances or, or severance package. If they got some kind of severance package, make sure you're not violating that, yeah. some, some line in there by publishing this stuff. You know, Joel, I, I can give Gen Z a little bit of slack here because I think – Parents have failed that generation. They really have. They, that generation has been raised by, initially, computers and then 80, 140 characters, 280 characters on Twitter, Instagram, and things like that. It, it became a very impersonal generation because of that. They don't want to pick up the phone to call somebody. They want to pick up the phone to text. I blame them to a degree, uh, the, the parents of these, of, these, of these kids, and I blame the employers, too. Look, an employer has got to understand what he or she is doing and whether or not he or she can afford a position she is hiring and not try to, you know, figure out a way to keep that position funded uh, for, for years as opposed to just a couple of months to get a particular project done. And, and, and quite frankly, if you're doing your job as an employer and you hire somebody, and that person two, three months down the road isn't quote-unquote working out, that's a reflection on you and your, your process of finding that employee. So I, I don't want to just dump on Gen Z. I think there are plenty of other people you can look at for this situation and say, you know what, you had a hand in it too. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah, there's, uh, everybody. I mean, it's, it's, it takes both sides. Um, and especially when you look at some of the larger companies that go through these very large layoff rounds, it's, it makes you wonder why they hired all those people. Sometimes it's because of acquisitions and duplication and roles, things like that. But still, there's, you know, I don't know how you hold those people accountable, but they are impacting a lot of people by making these grandiose decisions to hire 20,000, and then you let 15 of them go a few months later. That's not, it's not a good look. And it, you know, it, it doesn't make you feel good either. So, you know, you got to really, it, there's definitely accountability on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. And not every manager is under stress from board members or stockholders or anything. The good manager knows exactly what his company needs, how to fi find what he needs, and then make that need productive. And unfortunately, um, as you well know, Joel, a lot of the people that are doing the hiring and a lot of the people that are, are running companies in this day and age are not necessarily qualified for those jobs. They just kind of got kicked up the ladder because they made a sales quota or they did something that really ingratiated them to a board or a stockholder or somebody. It's not always the best that gets rewarded, regardless of whether that person is running the company or might be a mid-manager. I just, I, I've seen it too many times to feel that it's otherwise. Would you agree? Yeah, we've always, we, we've all had a manager where you wondered how they even got in that position. Um, you know, in, in my business, I work with a lot of different companies 
uh, and helping them grow and scale their business. And I, I can't explain how some of those people got yeah. into their, their role and they're running a successful business. So yeah, it's, um, it's a funny world. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, for every great manager you find running a company, you find an idiot son-in-law. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Amen. Joel <laughs> Patterson, you can find him at TheVested, TheVested.com. Always great catching up with you, my friend. Stay well. We need to hear your voice. Thanks. Right. You do the same. Take care, Ken. Right, thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.